the Farm Advisory Service podcast. Audio advice on livestock, crops and soils, environment, rural business and more. Brought to you in association with the Scottish Government. Hello, I'm joined today by Harriet Wishart, who works as a technician at SRUC's Curtin and Octotire Research Farm, whilst also completing her PhD there. Hi Harriet, could you please give us a quick overview of the sheep system at Curtin and Octotire and your role there? Hello, sure. So at Curtin, we've got 1,200 breeding hill ewes and they're grazing on a mostly hill ground of a 2,200 hectare estate near to Crane Larrick in the West Highlands of Scotland. And we've got mostly purebred Scottish blackface, some clins and some black Welsh mountains as well. And these are managed across two flocks. We have a long-term performance recorded research flock and a high heel flock. So for all of these, we mating in late November. And for the performance recorded flock, this is via single sire tupping groups. And we're lambing in outdoors from mid-April. We retain all our own ewes for breeding and some of our tup lambs as well, and finished tup lambs. And since 2011, um, with Scottish government-funded research and through my PhD, we've been exploring how we can use electronic identification, EID and associated technology um, to apply on farm processes to improve um, recording on farm and look at different ways we can use the technology. And my role as as technician is to carry out the research projects on the farm, as well as making sure that all the technology that we're using works and to manage and collect all the data, both for research and for farm purposes. That's great. Interesting stuff. Um, So you'll be incorporating EID and data recording through the whole production cycle then? Yes. So it's really important and useful for us. So we do we use it throughout from recording at lambing, um, weighing animals throughout the year uh, to inform decision making and to collect the information we need for performance recording and our EBVs. So it's really throughout the whole lifetimes of the animals. Yep. So I mean, EID tagging the sheep's uh, been mandatory now for several years. Um, but why should farmers invest in EID readers and, te- uh, and recording technology? What, what are the benefits of actually recording data? Yeah, so it's an extremely useful tool. I mean, an EID tag on its own, all it all it contains is the individual ID number of the animal. But it's only when we start using it with readers and recording technology that we can really, um, it becomes a useful decision-making and management tool. Um, and I believe that even whatever the setup of a sheep system, how how many sheep how big or the resources available it there are readers and there are technology that goes along with it that can be useful for anybody both at the simplest level from just um, improving record keeping of, of compliance so are uh, reducing the paperwork and improving the accuracy from those movements and medicine records that we have to do anyway to then um when we the step up from that is actually being able to identify individuals and being able to monitor and measure things specific to that animal at an individual level. We can then see changes and we can make more informed decisions. So the idea that if we can 
if we can measure it, then we can manage it. And the benefits could be through improving decision making at an individual animal basis, which could lead to um, improvements in the farm system, in the productivity, profitability and welfare of the whole system. Yep. So huge, huge opportunity there to not only uh, make life easier in terms of cross compliance and record keeping, um, but also making better management decisions uh, and really driving your breeding breeding program forward. Um, I think it's worth noting that EID tags in sheep um, are low frequency, whilst most cattle EID tags for management have also been the same. But going forward, uh, it's likely that mandatory cattle tags are going to be high frequency. Um, so listeners should note that not all EID readers uh, can read both high and low. Um, Harriet, what options are there for reading EID and how can they be implemented within a sheep system? So there are two main kind of um, groups of EID readers, either static or handheld. They all work the same. So they all have an, an antenna that can read the individual ID number stored on the EID tag. An EID tag for sheep is, tends to be ear tags, um, but could be boluses as well. Mm -hmm. um, and the static ones are like a panel that can be on the side of a race as the animals move past or on a weight crate. The advantages is that they're hand-free um, recording of EID numbers. The handheld versions, you've got a stick reader at the simplest level, data loggers and handheld computers. Um, and these can be used alone, the readers can be used as they are alone, or could be used with other technologies such as Wayheads or in conjunction with farm management software as well. That's great. And what, what sort of reading range would they have? So the read range on low frequency, they say about 20 centimetres. So as long as you're that cl or closer. Um, so we'll focus on the stick readers first, um, as well as adding an EID reader for other equipment, such as weigh scales. What other benefits do they have? So they are, a, it's very simple and easy to use bit of kit. And I think they're the most, they're what most anybody could get a benefit from using. They can read the tag and produce a simple list of ID numbers in a file. So if you want to look at a group of animals for, for movements, for treatments, you can get a simple read list of them. Um, they're also they're very simple to use because they've got a small, normally a small display with minimal buttons, um, and can be used with a, a mobile printer to print out your list of IDs, which could be attached to say a movement document. Um, and they're very afford they're the cheapest level of reader, so they're affordable and robust and depending on whatever the system or software being used they're quite versatile and they work across different things whether it's downloading the um, lists of IDs into spreadsheets or into a farm management software. That's great and um, we've spoken before about the alert function uh, with stick readers could, could you explain that please? Yeah so it's a really useful um, uh, ability of the stick readers is if you say wanted to find specific animals within a bigger group so this might be for um, looking at our EBVs we want to find our highest scoring 
um, tups within the group. We simply load up a list of IDs of the animals we want to find. And then as we're reading through a group, it will give an alert, a flash up on the screen or a different tone to say you found the animal. So that's a really handy, quick way of finding animals. And that could certainly certainly save you a lot of time and be very handy. But the next step for utilising EID uh, is to look at recording data about an individual animal. Um, there's more advanced options on the market, um, which we'll talk about later. But could you please explain what options and benefits a data logger so these are small handheld devices um, would present. Yeah, sure. So the data logger, like the um, stick reader, um, has a reader and antennae built into it. It's normally on top, and it's a it's a they're normally bigger than a mobile phone, but a, a small compact device with an alphanumeric keyboard on there, so you can enter more information about the animals. And they have, they have on them a um, fixed set of tasks that you can do. Now, these data loggers, different from the um, stick readers in that they actually need a farm management software to work, unless you really want to write, the, write your own um, programs for it. But they, the, the software decides or allows you to upload specific tasks or routines to carry out. And then it's very simple lists that take you through. So being able to do things such as lambing or medicine treatments or recording deaths and the reasons for it and allows to just um, put in that extra information that you want to record. That's great. I mean, I think one of the most commonly used things for, uh, for the data loggers would be at lambing time. Um, it's quite a complicated process. You're trying to assign lamb, lambs to the mother. Um, and also other other traits, maybe such as lambing ease or lamb vigor. Um, could you run us through how a typical lambing protocol would work on these devices? Yeah, sure. So they'll all vary a little bit depending on the management software and the, the, the routines that they set out. But generally, they it would be a case of reading the ID of the ewe um, and then reading the ID of the lamb and putting in inf and it will take you through the process of read tag, read lamb tag, and is this lamb alive or dead? And any weight that you want to put in, and you, if there's any specific other traits that you want to include as well, such as um, lambing difficulty, maybe. Um, and then at the end of that, you'd put in a second lamb if there was multiples. So it's very straightforward and takes you through each step to record the information. And then that just downloads straight back onto your farm management software so it's all there it's all there ready to go and be used yep i mean they are they're, they're small they're compact um and they are they're you know they're fairly easy to use then they're quite straightforward um but they're pre-programmed is that right yes for each task that you do yes yeah so once lambing's over you then attach it to your computer and put a new a new series of tasks in um yep or you can already have the different tasks ready to go so that could be for other things such as your medicine already have that as one of the tasks stored in there the you can have as many tasks as you want but obviously the more tasks it takes up more memory and the data loggers restriction of them is that they have this restricted memory so you want to keep downloading them to clear the memory so but um yeah one of the tasks that you could
with it is um, say at um, pregnancy scanning um, to simply read tags and put in a scan result as they're, as they're being scanned. That's great. I mean, a key thing there with scanning as well, it's quite a rapid process, but these small handheld uh, data loggers are, qu are quite speedy to use. Um, I mean, they're a great piece of kit. Um, they can make recording information on your flock so much easier. Uh, and I think importantly, more time efficient as well than um, pen and paper. Um, but what are the limitations with these more basic data loggers? Yeah, so, the, um, so as I said, you've got the restriction of the memory on them, but also you can't look up any history of the animal. So if you've got an animal there, all you can put in is the, is the data, is the, what I want to record now. You can't look up previous weights, any lambing, historic lambing records. Um, and also because you do have this alphanumeric keyboard with the numbers and letters, it's you don't want to put too long a note in there. It's going to take time to enter more wordy text. Yep. Um, it's worth pointing out here as well that some of the newer stick readers um, with, a, with a small keyboard um, will probably be classed as a data logger. Um, and, but although there's you know, limitations to data loggers, such as that you can't look up the historic data, um, they are cost effective and easy to use. Um, and if you're looking for a basic device just to maybe record you know, lambing traits um, or other traits such as you know, lameness or medicines throughout the year, um, then they're a very good option uh, on farm. But where we're looking for a more advanced recorder, um, again, there's alternatives out there, uh, but probably the most commonly used one would be the, the Scion handheld computers. Uh, these aren't just using farming. You'll maybe seen your postman use one. Um, but there's so the different brands use the Scion as a base unit. Is that right? Yes, yeah. So in its very simple state, it is just um, a... a a bulky <laughs> a big bulky um handheld computer um that um so it's got the antennae on top built into the or attached to the the handheld computer so you've got you're able to read it but it runs a windows for mobile operating system and then whatever file management software you're using it has they has an application that you use on there um yeah and it's got a colored touch screen um so it's quite similar to like more mobile phone that you're used to but a proper keyboard as well for putting in uh, more detailed notes yep. uh, nifty what benefits would they present to you over a data logger yep so they can do they can do everything the data logger can do um but obviously more <laughs> we can one of the biggest benefits is being able to um, being able to look at all the historic information about an animal so any animal that you've got anything that you've recorded against the animal on the computer or on the handheld computer you can pull up so by just reading its tag it pulls up the information about that animal and you could look at all of its previous weights all of its previous um, health treatments say everything it's been treated for uh, breeding history, um, all of its, any lambs that it's had. And then you could also go through and actually look at those specific animals as well. And you can also record as many traits as you want. And the only thing that restricts that is 
what the farm management software allows you to do, whether it allows you to add in more traits or not. And you also you have the option of uh, recording notes about animals, which might be handy if you want to remember that this animal caused you a lot of problems at lambing time and not to keep her at the end of the year, maybe. Um, and it also, they've also got the benefit that they can be used as um, a drafting screen when weighing. Um, you could also use it to record different enterprises as well. So if you've got cattle, um, they normally have the option to record that information. Um, yeah, they're just, they're a, can do everything you'd normally expect your farm management software to do on a computer. That's brilliant. I mean, there's quite a lot more opportunity there um, for sort of improved data handling uh, and, and managing opportunities. Um, what other benefits are then of having the data on hand about that individual animal? How, how could I on farm use this information sort of in real time? The, the one that we're that I'm most interested in is um, informing decision makings at the end of the year. So deciding which of my ewes to keep. And it's a big part of what I looked at through my PhD, whether instead of looking at an animal at the end of the year and making the decision on how she looks or within hill sheep systems, we tend to cull uh, at a specific age. And after their fourth or fifth crop, that's it, they're away. And the risk of that is that you lose productive and genetically superior animals. Um, whereas if we can read her tag and look at her information and say, well, okay, she's sound, she's got a good mouth, good feet, but she looks a little bit in poor condition. And we look at her information and say, well, she's had twins whole life or this year or, and uh, they're big twins. So maybe we give her a bit of help. Whereas a you that maybe, maybe looks in better condition, but has caused problems at lambing time, hasn't um, managed to look after her lambs, then we might that might affect our decision on whether to keep her or not. So it can be really handy with making more more of those informed culling and breeding decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think another one to point out would be the ability to look up veterinary meds uh, as well. So if you're looking to you know sell, sell an animal, um, you'd be able to look up mm -hmm. previous treatments uh, and also with withdrawal periods. Um, or another one would be if you're looking to sort of drive out lameness in your flock um, is to be able to keep record of the animals that you've treated and then you could um, set out a staged culling policy for example uh, two strikes and you're out um, but having that having that in real time means you can mark up the animal um, you know yeah. on the day um, and make those decisions there and then so a, a big part of recording data on a sheep flock focuses around recording weights, whether that's to aid in breeding selection, uh, identify animals with the best growth traits, or identify those ewes that produce the heaviest weight of lambs at weaning, um, or whether it's to influence management decisions, such as shedding lambs off into weight groups for a more efficient finishing period, um, or into groups for sale. Um, but it, it can be time consuming. Um, Harriet, we mentioned panel readers before. What, what's the benefits of automated EID reading? So the biggest advantage of these um, panel readers is the ability to 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 be hands free. You've not got to hold the reader; it's already in place. If you're you're more worried about moving the animals through or past it, so whether it's working on its own or it might be working with sending tags to or tag numbers to another piece of kit, such as a weigh head. 
So if all we want to do is read EID and record weights uh, to that animal, then there's some great affordable options out there. Um, there's also an option to link the weighheads via Bluetooth to handheld recording devices uh, or apps with the weights transferred over to that unit. Uh, and that gives you the option then to view previous weights, uh, perhaps weight gain, um, and also historic data. So you can make your, your management of reading decisions there. Um, but perhaps the most advanced option uh, is the true the true test weighhead indicators. So that's the sort of 3,000, 5,000 models, which combine the weighhead function with uh, computer capacity to record additional data and also view historic data. Um, I mean, they're a tremendous piece of kit. Could you tell us a bit more about them, Harriet? Sure. They are, yeah, the, the capability of them is, is really great. And you don't, you're not as restricted to the farm management software and what they require because you can make it completely customizable to how you want um, your data to look, what you want to record. Um, so it allows you to record things um, such as the lifetime information about the animals. So that would be the things that never change. So that would be your, your breed, your sex, the date of birth. Um, but they also allow you to record um, uh, weigh session information so that could be through the weights or it also allows you to enter information that could be condition scores it could be pregnancy um, scan result scores uh, number of lambs carried you could also enter you could also load up uh, all your EBVs if you wanted and be able to identify or see that information as you're running through them and they also allow um, auto-drafting, so to look up this information and decide where the animals go. Yep. I mean, you'll, you'll use the true test a lot then at Kirkton. Yeah, it's one of the most useful things that gets used an awful lot. Having the information all there ready to go means that whatever we happen to be doing on farm and suddenly need to to pull off animals um, in a different way. Maybe we, whilst on farm, we decide actually we want to pull off all of our gimmers and check what they look like. Then having that information in there ready to go is really useful. We've also been using it to try um, to test out different um, procedures and different ways of doing um, doing things. So one of the big ones that we're looking at is working with Morden Research Institute to try out their targeted selective treatment of lambs and the true and that involves loading up a target weight which should true test then weighs uh, sorts off the animals that don't reach that and in that way we can um, worm animals in a more effective manner and the ones that really need it um, trying to tackle some of the costs and labor associated with that and also the resistance build up for um and helminthic treatments as well. So it's a powerful bit of kit. Yeah, absolutely. It's exciting research as well. Um, have you have you got any results from that research uh, in terms of sort of uh, reductions in uh, worm are used or, or animal performance? So we saw some really really positive results from this targeted selective treatment. We were reducing our wormer use compared to a, a, a system where we were looking at fecal egg counts, we were reducing wormer use um, by over half, over 50% of wormer use. Um, 
which sees a really big impact on the actual cost of a wormer and the labour required to um, worm those le- those um, smaller group of animals. But the actual performance across the animals was exactly the same. So um, it's, it's really good we're saving on wormer, on actual medicine use, um, labour and costs, but not having an impact on performance. And obviously, um, it, this approach um, should reduce this resistance to wormers, which is becoming an even uh, a bigger um, increasing problem. It certainly is. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, you mentioned auto drafting before. Um, what are the options there? Could you even explain to what how auto drafting works? The auto drafting within um, these wayheads is um, with the way crate has fixed gates on the front of it which automatically open so at Curtin we've got a five-way auto drafter which is it's you know very big and fancy but works really well um and but you could have a freeway or just um a two-way drafter and the wayhead you can set it up to tell the wayhead to draft into these different groups based on information stored on the wayhead. So that that could be up to four different um, sources of information at the same time. So that could be the breed and the sex maybe, as well as also information that is being loaded up at the same time. So if you were, um, say a good example would be after um, pregnancy scanning, putting the animals through and you want to draft on, say, their breed, but also you want to pull off um, the ones that are scanned with singles. So you'd be putting in your information of whether they've had a single or due to have a single or a twin or or an empty, and maybe also put in the condition score as well. So it's really powerful for um, making decisions and pulling off into these different groups. The other example, I guess, is that you could also um, draft uh, finishing lambs at specific uh, weight um to make sure that you're you're getting the right carcass weight at the end of the day and whilst also um allowing it to pull off or auto draft um any animals that are in withdrawal so the way that works is the animal would would go in go into the crate it's the idea is red it's compared to this auto drafting rules and then the auto drafter automatically opens the grate and puts the animal and the animal moves out into the group so this can work completely automatically without even having to open the front gate. So one person can sort a whole group of animals in that way. I mean, there's just absolutely huge um, time saving opportunities there, isn't there? Um, when you've got a, a five-way order after a curtain, it's, mm-hmm. it's not too shabby. Um, must be extremely useful. So how many how many animals can you process an hour through that? So we quite regularly will weigh and sort and do all of that sorting with at a rate of 500 animals an hour which is just is fantastic if i'm condition scoring as well so putting the condition scores in for each animal as they go through that slows me down to about 200 uh use an hour so still not too bad <laughs> not at all um we are not going to go into too much detail about it today but it's really just to say uh to listeners that there's several very good farm management software programs out there um, which can make the collation and analysis of recorded data much simpler and more time efficient, um, whilst also fitting into animal movements. Harriet, where do you think the future lies 
for data recording is she so i think these this this software and how we're using it is kind of become just grow and become more and more powerful there's already software companies um moving more towards a cloud-based recording with all of the data that you'd normally record on your computer being stored in on the internet in a cloud and then can be accessed via apps on phones we carry around our smartphone in our pocket all day it makes sense to be using that um, piece of technology so that with a reader and cloud-based um I think I think that's that's going to be more that's going to be the way things go, um, and obviously all this uh, technology that we're using, it's some of it can be quite expensive, but as the as technology becomes cheaper, it's going to become more affordable um, and more use and therefore more um, accessible and useful to people. Uh, with data recording and data and using data to inform management decisions, I think is going to be a big thing. And it's just going to continue to grow with us being easier to access the data. Um, and we can start really getting some benefit out of it and hopefully improving the whole systems and what we're currently doing. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think apps and, and sort of cloud-based systems are going to be the way forward. Um, for making making life a lot easier and hopefully improving uptake um, of of recording and use of data, um, and there's no question about following our conversation that there's there's huge opportunities there um, with recording data and utilising EID um, to improve farming systems, uh, make more informed management and breeding decisions, um, and to also to streamline record keeping um, as well. I'd just like to say a big thanks to Harriet for joining us today. Uh, and also that there is an accompanying video to this podcast, which was filmed at Kirkton with Harry and myself, um, looking at the ewes being sorted into tupping groups uh, with the five-way auto drafter and all the equipment, um, which will be available shortly on the Farm Advisory website and on social media. Uh, so finally, thank you, Harriet. It's been great talking with you. Thank you. It's been great.